Welcome to Stories Around the Campfire. This is your host, Jim Painter, and I'm going to tell you some more stories that have been great around the campfire for many, many years. In Pagosa Springs, there were a lot of Spaniards, a lot of Spanish gold being dug, and of course with that, there are always hidden gold stories. Some of them are very well documented. In spending some time in Pagosa Springs, I found out that there was a man, Mr. Stevens, who many, many years ago evidently had found one of those mines. What happened was he was riding his horse back to his house, I guess, one day, and he came across it looked like a cable coming out of the ground. He wasn't sure what it was, so he stopped and he tried to pull it up and he couldn't move it. And so he got his horse, tied a rope to it, and the horse by itself couldn't pull it up. Well, by then, Mr. Stevens was really interested and intrigued what was there because he had heard stories that the old Spaniards used to mark their mines, their hidden mines, with an ore bucket filled with ore and then a cable coming out so they could take care of it. So he went back to his house, his little ranch, and got a team of horses and went back and attached the team to the cable. They pulled it up, and according to the story, there was an ore bucket full of gold ore. Now, I don't know how accurate that is, but I do know that Mr. Stevens was one of the richest men in the county in his day, and the the rumor is that he got his start with that bucket of gold ore. There's another story in Pagosa Springs that I read about around maybe 1900 or so. A Mr. Montoya seemed to have enough money to help out his kids and grandkids anytime they needed it. And finally, some People talked to him and found out what happened was he had found a couple of bars of gold bullion down towards Chama. There were many stories of a mule train full of gold ore being chased by Indians. And of course, everybody's running. And at one point, one of the pack saddles came off and they just left it where it was because the Ute Indians were after them. Again, according to the story, Mr. Montoya found two of those gold bars. He was sitting under a tree watching his sheep, digging the dirt with a stick like you might do, and suddenly there was the gold. And so he would take it and shave off a little bit of the gold whenever his family needed a new pair of shoes or whatever it might be. Again, I don't know how accurate the story is, but it was told as being true, and many people in that whole area believed it was actually the case. We lived up on the Wimenooch Ranch for a while. My dad ran the place, and near the house, there was a very interesting uh, arrangement there, and I found out the story with it. In 1932, I believe it was, three men rode up the valley. They were going up on horseback. And they stopped and talked with Mr. and Mrs. Ludwig, 
who were ranching in the area at the time. They'd started ranching maybe in 1900, 1905, something like that. And the men asked them, where are the three biggest trees in the valley? Mr. Ludwig said, well, that's no problem. He said, right up at the end of the Wimanuchia, right at the end of the valley, there are three gigantic ponderosa pine. And that's what you'll find them there. And he didn't know why they were asking. They thanked him and went up there about, uh, oh, a few hours later anyway. They rode back down with their horses and they had pack horses and found out that they had actually dug up at that time $86,000 worth of gold. What happened was their fathers had been mining in the area in the 1880s and were ready to come out of the whole Wimanooch area. And again, there were some Indians after them. The Indians did not have much use for gold, but they really didn't want the white men to be getting it because they knew it would bring trouble. And so these Utes started chasing these men and they had a major race down the mountain. They finally got to the head of the Wimanooch. They were ahead of the Ute Indians, but they knew that they couldn't make it with the pack animals. And so they stopped and they buried their gold and then rode on out there in front of the Indians. And they made it. They survived. But they never went back. They were quite a long ways away. They were a little fearful of the area and evidently had no need for all that gold at the time. Well, 1932 came, the depression had hit, and their sons heard the story, they knew about the story, and so they decided to go and see if it was true. So they rode up the valley, talked with Mr. Ludwig, went up there, and sure enough, there by the big three pine trees, underneath kind of a little, it's not really a cave, but a depression in the ground, they dug down in there and came out with their father's gold, $86,000 worth, at that time. It's a great story. I have sat there and seen the trees. The trees, when I was was there, were cut down by them, but you can see the big tree trunks. And right there, the little cave, and right there, there's a hole in the cave where they dug out that gold. It's really quite an experience when you're there. Mr. Ludwig was exasperated. He said, you know, I've sat out of the rain underneath that little hole many, many times. I was sitting right on top of that gold. He said uh, his wife had told him about there's supposed to be hidden gold up there, and he just never paid much attention. But after those men left, Mr. Ludwig told us, he told his wife, Ma, next time you hear a story about hidden gold, let's grab a couple of shovels and go. There's other hidden gold stories right there at the head of the Wimanooch. There's one that's called Frenchman's Cache. It's supposed to be somewhere, a group of Frenchmen, again, hid some gold, had to get out of there, and they hid it somewhere very close where Hossett Creek and Wimanooch Creek come together. Of course, many people have tried to find it. They've looked. They've taken metal detectors. 
there to try to find it and and no one has found it yet as far as they know and of course over that period of years with the floods and everything else that confluence of those two creeks probably has changed a lot but it's a great story i like hearing these gold stories i've read a lot about them if you want to know a little bit more about gold in the san juans there's a book you might like called Golden Treasures of the San Juan. It's by Temple H. Cornelius and John B. Marshall. It has a lot of great stories about some of these hidden and lost mines of the San Juans. And uh, find it on Amazon, I think, and you can read some of these stories. They're not all there. Others I have read from other places. If you like novels, Western novels, Louis L'Amour wrote some stories that you might find interesting. A couple of gold stories centered around the San Juans. There is the book Sackett and then also Treasure Mountain. You might find those interesting as well. Well, this has been a good time together thinking about lost gold in the San Juans. Thanks for listening to Stories Around the Campfire. We'll see you next time.